Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bex man. Touch it some more. Oh, I was trying. I couldn't find a spot. Yeah, touch it for him. <laughs> That's the spot. Yep. Just right. keep on touching it for him. <laughs> a little higher. So this is all happening, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is how we're going into it? Um, welcome to this issue of Mexman. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be covering part two of Battle of the Atom. Yep. Yep. Adam X. Couple Adams. <laughs> One time. <laughs> We didn't even rehearse that. No. That's fantastic. Nope, because you guys do it so much. <laughs> it's natural. Yeah, but it's usually just one of us. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. Uh, That's what we're covering. Well, in current news, the coronavirus has pushed uh, New Mutants again. So that movie may again? never come out. Or again? Oh, yeah. Just like that, it's been pushed so many times. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope they just end up releasing it on, like, either Hulu or Disney+. Plus. Heresy. Why? I want to see it in the theaters. <laughs> then buy a theater. I will. <laughs> if they're going to show it, I will. Stop being so poor and just go <laughs> buy a theater. We're <laughs> just going to buy Disney and release it in my home theater. That uh, I actually did see something the other day, uh, rumors that Apple was going to buy Disney. It was like, that is probably the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. There's no way that's happening. Oh, no. Why would Disney spend all that money buying so many things to just then sell out themselves? Like, this is what we win for, guys. Someone to buy us. Yeah, the only yeah, no. decent thing about that post that I saw was somebody posted a clip from Star Wars of Qui-Gon going, there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> <laughs> but Apple's bigger than Disney? No, I don't think so. I think Disney owns everything, and Apple is, like, Disney allows Apple to be alive. Now I feel like I need to fact check this. I think Apple might have more more money. Just because everybody's got a damn Apple phone. Apple something. Yeah. yeah everybody's seen every Disney movie ever. Yeah. yeah. And they and also has a Disney something. Yeah, like I watched Whether it at it's a like friend's a... house. I didn't pay for that. Huh? I watched it at a friend's house. Okay, but like did someone ever like buy you a Disney stuffed animal or something? Have you ever watched a Marvel movie? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you buy Marvel comics? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you support Disney? I do. I'm not saying I don't support them. Yeah. And Star Wars. Star Wars is great. I saw Star Wars in the theater with you. So I know for a fact that you saw it. Well, I definitely spend a lot more money on Disney than Apple since I have nothing from Apple. So. Yeah. I just have a phone that I bra- I broke pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. I just but not as fast as you. So. Dude. The fucking insane insane how quickly people who don't know and twice Devin bought a brand new phone a couple months ago uh the day he bought it he got into my car closed the door and my door his phone fell out as he was closing the door and just slammed into the door yeah that was that was a great day yeah you were very upset and (laughs) i uh was trying not to laugh i was i'm it actually it was a great day because my Cyclops visor had just come in and it's a fantastic visor. It yeah. was pretty dope. And you just got a new phone? And I just got a new phone? <laughs> <laughs> and then it slides out of my pocket and then smashes. And then I had already set an alarm on it 
So that was great when the alarm went off anyway. And so for a full day, (laughs) the alarm is just going off, and I can't stop it. The best part about that is, all right, Devin slammed his phone in the door and then goes, God damn it, my fucking phone broke. (laughs) And his phone goes, searching for, my phone broke. (laughs) Yeah. That sucked. Then I got it fixed, and then the day after it was fixed, it fell again. So... Now it's it's been cracked since it was fixed. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. I'm fine. It's Things fine. are fine. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. It's looking like Apple's worth a shitload more than Disney. No. Yeah. Like $155 billion is Disney and a trillion is Apple. Oh, well, in fairness, Disney did just buy a bunch of shit. Yeah. Apple also employs, like, like they don't pay their employees anything. So. Do they? They made $95 billion last year alone. So I guess you can make a lot of money when you don't have to pay people. For yeah, when you kind of have slave labor making your phones. Yeah. But then also, Disney probably does have slave labor somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. Just maybe not oh, as yeah, much of it. Oh, yeah, they have parts yeah. where they're, like, taking advantage of people, definitely. But, like, that's what Apple's built on. And they got to pay Robert Downey Jr., man. You know they're not paying those seven dwarves jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the one the, they hired one of them, and he keeps falling asleep every time they try to do something. Yeah, and, he, and one that keeps one that's amazing. Yeah, he's uh, all doped up. He brought it. He brought in a doctor's note, but they didn't. You know, they didn't read it. Oh, <laughs> because Doc gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh, so Dazzler became president. <laughs> I feel like we can stop right there. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Which so, uh, really. <laughs> Really puts into the, like, really goes with the whole Trump dazzler that we were doing a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. But she looked a lot like Emma Frost in this, so that was weird. I thought it was, yeah, until they yeah. started talking. Yeah. So anyway, getting into the first issue, it's Chapter 6, All New X-Men, Issue 17. And uh, so yeah, Dazzler's like, uh, are you guys sure? Are, are you are you guys sure about this? And like, because they're not letting you know what it is. And they're like, yeah, you're great. You're the best. And, like, Disco came back, and you were super awesome. And she's like, I don't remember Disco coming back, but if you guys say I'm so awesome, that's fantastic. I'll take it. And then it turns out, yep, you'd be a great president. And it's like a big old panel that's just, like, Allison Blair for president. And, you know, Beast you, is there looking like a monster. You think at some point, though, they just kind of update her to, like, not, like, retcon, but they would just put her like she would start being a pop star instead of disco yeah like she could still have her disco past but like she moved into pop music or something what's weird because okay there are three x-men that they've shown future timelines where they become president right uh cyclops and that gets erased by the phoenix that was part of an annual they show uh shadow cat like and she's the one who like has a future career in politics and then dazzler for some reason in this and i don't understand why dazzler is the leader of anything what? Yeah. I don't understand why Dazzler is the leader of anything. <laughs> Justin's so upset oh, by you right now. I don't know why. Exactly. You don't know why either. It's I, crazy. I don't know why. You don't know why. <laughs> uh, what? You know what? If Trump can lead, Dazzler can lead. I'll tell you But that. he can't. But he can't. <laughs> and they also made this decision way before Trump was even thought of as a, an actual presidential <laughs> candidate. Uh, yeah, and also... It's paved the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't want to get into Trump on this. <laughs> Dazzler was just grabbing people by the pussy. <laughs> exactly. She paved the way. She did it first. She's a trendsetter. Yeah, she definitely just following everybody in disco was trendsetting that. So, 
But the, the whole Kitty President thing, that was all, I think, Chris Claremont. I think he wrote, because he wrote The End, right? Yeah. He made her the president. And then when he came back and wrote something, he also like, hey, guys, don't forget this. Kitty, president. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's been around more often, is what I'm saying. So, like, it just seemed weird. They were just like, who's the, who's the one X-Men who's been uncontroversial at all and everyone just sort of likes? And it's like, if, if the president is the, uh, what am I looking for here? Uh, the, the pop star figure, you know, just the popular person, then, like, that's what she is. And, like, um, maybe Cyclops being president is the version of, like, the tactical leader becoming president. And well, they always Shadowcat's, like, like, the actual diplomat yeah. person. It would, it would have to be, it makes sense for Dazzler because they said she's the most likable mutant. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, the black guy's president. He's got to be light-skinned, that kind of garbage, you know? Barack Obama wasn't really light-skinned, was he? Mm. I mean, he's, was, he's he half mixed. black, so... Yeah. He was mixed so they can slide that one. And that was a weird joke that I didn't hear, like, said as often as you think it would be. That, like, the first black president, like, isn't even... Like, he's half black, so, like, even then, it's like... They're just sort of... Because they were so mad about it to make that joke. They didn't want to make that joke. They are they're so mad about making that joke? No, they were so mad that a, there was a black president that they didn't that, want to say he was half. It didn't even matter. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's also, so it's also still as much a white president as a black president, technically. Yeah. And, like, they're still freaking out. I think I had the classmates talking about assassinating the president. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it, it was a You're real... going home and jerking off after this class. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But uh, on your, your point you were saying before is, like, there's always different... Uh, feels to elections where like uh, 2000 it wasn't like who's gonna be the best leader it was like what president do i want to have a beer with yeah in 2000 yeah yeah that's that's basically like everyone's excuse for bush was like he just seemed like a yeah you don't remember people saying like i wouldn't want to have a beer with al gore like i wouldn't want to hang out with him i'll vote for George Bush, because to Who be would fair, want to hang out with George Bush. Oh, you would party with George Bush. Wait, <laughs> that guy was like cocaine in the eighties. To be fair, George Bush, it was part of his fucking platform. He's like, look, man, I'd have a beer with you. Like, no, I mean, you vote for me, we schedule it. <laughs> you come over, we just kick back, have a couple cores. <laughs> He's like, I'll be the first president to have a beer with every single American <laughs> individual <laughs> in the same day. Let's go. Like that's his Let's whole break campaign. records. He's just traveling around the United States having beers with people. He's <laughs> just there's a long line of like shots of beer. He's like, this is <laughs> the best job ever. <laughs> this is fun, guys. And maybe that was the problem. Maybe he was following up on that promise, and then Dick Cheney just ran everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 9/11. I'm pretty sure it's pretty dark <laughs> after 9/11. But that's why we got so many. Uh, back to the point, like, mutant presidents is because just different writers pick different people, and Cyclops is the one that seems more like it wouldn't happen because he is so pro-mutant. Well, now. He was he was, he was very pro, uh, like, everybody get along. Back, yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, uh, basically up until this time. Oh, up until Messiah, no, because as soon as Messiah... Up until House of M, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, so that's 2000s. Yeah, but back. I mean, this time, like, uh, House of M and this is basically, what, two years? No. Uh, in in canon time, uh, yeah, it's probably about a year or two. Yeah, like because the first year, like there has to be a whole year where it's just them dealing with the fact that there are no more mutants and then getting to the West Coast. Which that's fucked up. That like in the continuity of the comics, it's so soon that the Avengers are like seeing the young X Men and being like, "Oh, we're over that. Like yeah. we've been through this." It's like it still just kind of happened. Yeah. So 
she's like, oh, all right, I'll run for president. And then, sure enough, she becomes president. It's yeah. crazy. The next page. It was <laughs> effortless. <laughs> it really was. And she, she even, like, you guys put a gleam in my eye, like a little pun there about her powers, because, you know, she... Makes light and stuff. Yeah, she's a shiny but, disco dancer. But they made light for her. Yeah. And that was touching. You know what? Not enough lights, though, at that celebration. Well, not enough sound. Because they expect her to All do it. All those screaming people? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. She's doing no lights. What is this? <laughs> All right. So clock. maybe that was the plan, and she walks out, and everybody's dead quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so she's giving this sort of touching speech about how amazing it is that she was just elected president of the United States, and kablam, she is murdered. <laughs> also, I want to point out that uh, they, when it shows all the clapping going on, there is like a huge light shooting up into the sky. Yeah. So when the noise did start, she, yeah, she was doing the lights, but then yeah, oh, yeah impaled right. through the light. chest. But was she doing all of the lights? All of the <laughs> lights. All of the lights? <laughs> <laughs> but the, the light was like in the back of the White House. Like she's lighting up the White House. Yeah. He's like, this is my house. It looks kind of like an alien tractor beam, to be honest. Tractor beam. <laughs> well, and this is one of the confusing things, too, is, like, you expect it to be a sentinel, and it's not a sentinel. Like, it's just a bunch of crazy it's like demon a monster monsters. Demon. Yeah, like that, and then, like, dragon demons around it, and yeah, it's really weird. All, and then they're just, like, murdering people in the crowd and stuff, and the X-Men are all freaking out because, of course they are. And, yeah, so that turns out to be really bad. And then it cuts to, because that's the other weird thing. This is the past, but it's the past and the future. And yeah. then it cuts to the fu- the present in the future, where it turns out, uh, like where uh, Chapter 5 ended, Magic has Young Beast and Iceman, and they're like, you need to go back home right now because this is fucked up. You can't be in the future. You can't know any of this. And they're like, hey, look, man, time's already super broke. And we need you to come and work with us right now uh, because it's kind of your fault. And we don't know how it's your fault, but we're saying it's your fault. And you're going to feel guilty enough to believe it's your fault. I, I think that uh, Iceman, he had to sing Time Keeps on Slipping <laughs> to them to convince them to, to come and help him. Uh, he is freaking out, though, because he realizes that's him with a beard. And he's like, well, how the, if I'm not the Ice Hulk, then I'm this guy. But then what's the Ice Hulk? And he's like, yeah, so the thing about that is, and then Jubilee is like, hey, maybe shut the fuck up. We just said we're not telling them anything about the future and they need to go and not know any of this stuff. And you're like breaking that rule right after we said it. So don't do that, Sir yeah. Ian McKellen. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, but he's not Magneto. Gandalf the cold. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Justin, please add something to this. <laughs> I'm just watching this this train go off track. <laughs> we got old Jubilee. Looks kind of funky. I didn't even know that was Jubilee. Yeah. Oh, well, to explain the cast, too, because uh, we were a bit off when we were guessing at who the uh, future X-Men were at the yes. end of Chapter 5. So the actual X-Men are Wiccan, who is a maybe mutant created by Wanda. At this point, I think they're deciding he is a mutant and he's the Sorcerer Supreme. You have Colossus with the giant Van Dyke mustache. That is solid steel. <laughs> like the rest of them, organic steel. Yeah, but man, that he, mustache, solid steel. He Like it's a Triple H mustache. Uh, yeah. Got the handlebars. You have Sentinel X, which is Shogo. 
which he probably isn't even a mutant, but just is in some tech. And he's you know, got like an Iron Man suit on, but like it's purple. Yeah. Uh, you have Jubilee, who seems to be the leader, even though Colossus is in the center of everything. She's the one like calling the shots, and she's actually Wolverine for some reason. Yeah, because of making sparkle claws makes no <laughs> sense. Sparkle claws. Because yeah, she can do that. Looks like she's still a vampire, judging by her complexion. Maybe they they say at some point she's still a vampire. Yeah, she, she just learned to back. deal with the sun. She yeah. didn't have powers. Yeah, or she lost them and now they're back apparently, or claw like powers. Yeah, it's different powers. It's just the claws. Yeah, I, the they whole still thing sparkle. Is weird. Oh, because she's a vampire. Twilight, sparkle claws. Uh, I didn't watch that. Sorry. Y- you know what it is though. You know what it is, though. Yeah. You know what it is, though. <laughs> you know what it is, though. Everyone knows what it is. We're not proud of it. We know, know it. it I've seen a meme or two. <laughs> yeah. It's stupid. But that's what they did. I don't know. I've never heard of Twilight. Okay. So, <laughs> um, and then there's Chimera, who is obviously the child of uh, someone Wakandan and Storm. Yeah. Probably T'Challa. Probably. But, I mean, they did get divorced. You so won't admit to it, but... <laughs> That's not my baby. We're trying to say he's running out on his kid. No, he's a, he's a king. Just saying he's busy. Yeah, like kings don't have precedence of ignoring <laughs> children. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, but also, and then, quit. Uh, oh, hmm? go ahead. <laughs> I was I was gonna say, and Gandalf the Cold. Clearly, he's on the team. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you're. Phoenix fired, Quentin quired. Yeah. That was a hard F. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to arrive like that, but it kind of worked out. <laughs> Phoenix fired, Quentin quired. So, uh, yeah, that's the, the X-Men of the future who want nothing to do with the troubles of the X-Men of the past and even past or past. And also, current, their future, but different. And they're pr- technically they're present in the past because it's yeah. their brotherhood. <laughs> we're making this way more confusing than it is it, but you know what everything I've said has actually been accurate but it's too hard to figure it out is it accurate? it is accurate because the Brotherhood are there present but they're in the past like they're those ex, those future X-Men's present yeah they don't want to deal with their past dealing with their past but their their past is also dealing with their future which is their present yes sure and all because they can't get over their own individual past of they killed Dazzler. Which is basically what it is. Because they're can't like, get over it either. Because they're like, why why are these X-Men this way? And they're like, well, you see. And then it cuts to Beast like, never again. Fucking <laughs> all mad <laughs> that they killed Dazzler and all the those people. Darth Vader, no. Oh, yeah. no. Third Star No! <laughs> Padme! think we're thinking a different third i know but he did that and it was sad uh that movie was bad oh well, no it wasn't yeah it was it was great episode three yes my favorite the my favorite star wars yeah i cannot even start to unpack that that Dude. you like it more than empire yes i do so there's contention over what they're gonna do because most all the x-men are like they need to go like the future x-men to um magic and young Bobby and young Hank, they need to go back to their own time and fuck off and never, ever talk about this again. And we need names for the different X-Men group, like how we have first class. We've tried this, and it just, we're not going to do it, though. We're not going to follow it. We end up doing the first class thing. So the future X-Men who are the X-Men and not the Brotherhood, 
<laughs> they're they're like we aren't doing that like we're not going to do this and then another one's like well let's vote on it and then Wolverine who isn't Wolverine but actually Jubilee says there's I no voting now. you are making this more difficult on purpose <laughs> it's future Jubilee but again is accurate this is how confusing it is on the page. No, it's way more it's way easier to understand on the page. Yeah, we also read well, this story. Because the page has pictures. <laughs> but she's like, no voting. I said, we're not doing it. And then Colossus is like, well, can we vote about voting? And it's like, she's like, are you serious? And he's like, I'm not going to not help my sister. So how, how do you like that? <laughs> so they decide, all right, we're going to go back to the past to stop the future brotherhood from ruining their present and then come back to our future. And then it goes to the uncanny X-Men, and they're like, man, did we get our asses kicked. And I reread this, because so, I know we were like sort of in contention about why that even made sense. But I think it is the younger ones talking about it. And they probably did get their asses kicked. Yeah. What's kind of confusing, the more I'm thinking about it, is good. like, yeah, we know what plan B ends up being for the Brotherhood. Oh, later. But like, why? how was plan A so bad? Didn't they work. never really go into it. Like, how is it sending them? Yeah, who are the actual bad guys in all the situation? It, it is confusing. It, they're definitely painted as like, oh, they're the villain. And they end up being super villainous. But their first plan was just the thing that they were already going to do. I think uh, it's just the idea that you're taking away. It's sort of like, how was Tony Stark the bad guy in Civil War? when the government made it illegal to not be registered, right? Like, that was the thing. Because he's a dick. No, no. It's all the things he did on top of that, and that's a whole different argument. No, all no. of that. But the, what I'm saying is the overarching theme there was free will versus mandation. Like, it was mandated for blah, 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 blah. Like, just taking away the free will of the individual characters. So, ultimately, free will was the good thing being, like... The other, like, the the structure was overbearing on it. Like, those were the two sides. And in this, that's basically the same thing. The Brotherhood is actually, like, the structure. Like, no, no, the fabric of space and time need to be fixed, and that doesn't happen without you going back to your own time in the past. And they're like, what about our free will? Well, we don't want to do that shit. And so that's how it's like, they're the bad guys because they're infringing on the free will of them. But even then, yeah. Angel's like, I want to go back. You're infringing on my free will. Like, well, I, I want to be there, not the here. The current X-Men uh, are also trying to send them back at that time. So it's weird that, like, first of all, they, they only kind of shot themselves in the foot coming back in the first place. But, like, they're not doing anything that the original X-Men weren't doing. But even doing those either. current X-Men, they're the reason why. <laughs> Beast is the reason why. He's the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> but, like, well, what is playing the of the whole story. <laughs> he is. He's the one, not the... I brother. know, but I'm saying, like, what are they, like, they, uh, the original plan A, send the original X-Men back and then be like, hey, by the way, buy uh, Dazzler some armor. And then they go back, like, what is their plan after that? Dazzler it, probably wouldn't even be president because that happened when... In, in a future where the past X-Men stayed in the present. Yeah, because Jean is the one convincing her. Yeah, her and Hank. And Rogue, for some reason? Oh, was it? Yeah, Rogue was in that group with them where, all, where they had all the presidential shit. Yeah, she so, just kind of keeps kind of showing up randomly. In I like the idea, too. Like, you think back to that panel where they're, like, introducing this idea to Dazzler. Meanwhile, they already bought everything. 
for her. <laughs> yeah, they already bought all the promotions. There's balloons and shit in the back. <laughs> and what is she supposed to say? No? See, when you're just kind of glancing at it, too, it seems like they're... Not only they already bought everything, but they're uh, backstage of her presidential win. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she already won, and they're like, come on. You gotta be president. <laughs> she's like, I don't think so. And I'm like, come on. And then she's like, all right, I already won, so I guess I'll go be president. It's and like then she walks out and gives a speech to get, <laughs> gets killed. Yeah. She's like, no, no, I couldn't possibly. I couldn't possibly. And then she pulls out the speech already written. <laughs> it was like one of those, because she was already dressed for the job. She's well, like, I don't know about this. Yeah, she she's, got the, she's got the gold shoulder yeah. plates on and everything. It's like, but, come on now. But that's how you know that couldn't have been the same day, or at least at like, the same time. Because she goes from the super giant shoulder pads that were all gold to just being in a pantsuit. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying I had, I did have to look it over again because yeah. I was like, did they just convince her to be president After and then she, she immediately <laughs> shot? Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Come on, just do it. All right, fine. Bam. Dead. Oh, but the reason that they knew they were bad is just because Jean had a feeling. Was she hooked on That it? was it. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was like, she high on believing? Oh, we're going to get up to all that, aren't we? We are going to get to all that. Um, so anyway... I think it was the students are, like, complaining about how they just got their asses kicked. And Scott and Emma and uh, Magneto are just trying to figure out what the hell was even going on. Because they got there, you know, like, the, even when Gene and young, young Gene and young Scott got the help of the Uncanny X-Men, the Uncanny X-Men were like, are, are we going to help these guys or, or not? Because they're, like, not supposed to be here. Like, it's a good thing if they go back to their own time. Um... But, of course, the Brotherhood didn't think that, and so there was that whole big old fight, and they take... it Anyway, Gene gave up, and they decided they're going to go back. So now the Uncanny X-Men are sort of licking their wounds, and suddenly, bam, magic shows up. Like, right after the, like, and why did magic bail on us? And turns out, here's why. And she's like, hey, so these are the real X-Men from the future. Don't know who the fuck those other people were. And they decide, we need to stop them, because they must be the baddies. Because also they are. It's <laughs> the, funny, the, the too, that guys. every time, like, after this, when they're like, you guys are the bad guys, and Deadpool's like, like, why do you think I'm on the team? Like, it, the, you thought the good X-Men let me be a part? Yeah. <laughs> so the next chapter, seven, is X-Men issue six, and it starts with Jubilee waking up to find out that uh, Shogo is actually being watched by Brew and not... Uh, Beast and Bobby that they went off to the future and she's just sort of like you know what I don't care whatever I don't want to deal with it <laughs> you know uh, Bruce is a good sport he is because he's not complaining about a crying child like most people would and that yeah. baby will not stop be crying, crying because he's a fucking annoying yeah, he's monstrous <laughs> and he's like what me and him are playing it's like you look happy but that baby does not look happy it's <laughs> like it's scared of a bug monster yeah it's like, I mean Shogo and I like you should yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so, then it goes to, uh... You know what would be funny? Is if, uh, Brew came out to meet the future X-Men, and the grown Shogo was like, God! <laughs> <laughs> just breaks like, the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you were real? <laughs> that would be awesome. It was a missed opportunity. Right? Yeah, that would have been incredible. So, Jubilee goes over to, uh, I guess meets up with Bling and Armor, and they're like, hey, so... We thought it'd be a good idea if Shogo had something to protect him because we heard he went out on a mission one time and that was irresponsible. But, you know, we had this idea for this, like, weird charm uh, emergency button thing that will protect him. And she's like, oh, cool. Thanks, guys. And then uh, Bling 
wants to ask her about relationship advice with Merc, like, which is weird. Because, okay, she's like, so she's gay with Mercury, who's gay, and they also, like, look the same. <laughs> I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying that's it's just, egotistical. It's just what they're, they, they look the a little bit. They do kind of look the same. Bling and Mercury? I mean, one's light purple and one's silver. They're both kind of silver. Light purple. <laughs> they're both pretty fucking silver. Um, one has red hair, though. The other one has no hair. She yeah. just has weird, like, head spikes. So, there's that. Um, but she she's trying to ask for uh, advice, and then Jubilee's just like, nah, son, not my problem. <laughs> she has other things to worry about. I'm busy getting other people to watch my baby. <laughs> um, because uh, Armor's like, I'm getting a message from Rachel. She wants us to get to get uh, Beast and Iceman together, because they're going to send them back in time to their past present. To their time. <laughs> and... And they're like, oh, okay, didn't they just, like, bail with magic? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's going to be a goof. The way that you talk about time in this is reminding me of in Endgame when uh, when the Hulk's like, uh, you can't go to the, you know, like, you can't go to the future because then the future is your past and your future can't be your past. <laughs> also, I haven't been wrong this whole time. I'm just saying. But I've, I've said everything... Exactly correctly. It's just a trippy book. But that, I, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you seen that coronavirus meme though? That's uh, the Hulk with Ant Man after like all his tacos spill, and it was like me during quarantine, and the Hulk is handing the taco to Ant Man, and it's uh -huh. like the government giving me the money it stole from me back. <laughs> That's funny. So on the Blackbird now, because they show you. That they're all coming back on the Blackbird and the Dove. This is when they decide. It's called the Dove. That's going to yeah. come back around. Garbage name. Yep. Is it, though? It doesn't just disappear forever. I was, was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. It yeah. goes into the future past. <laughs> but Beast made, all three Beasts, made a giant deal out of how amazing the Dove was. It's it, his and, best creation. And they didn't even have a name for it until this issue. But uh, Rachel is talking to Wolverine, and Wolverine's like, we need to talk. And she's like... We are talking, and he's like, in here. And <laughs> he hits his head, like, with our, with our thinking Nobody thoughts. can see what you were doing, so it sounds like he wants to talk to her, like, in the back room. And then Rachel's <laughs> like, you know there's, like, two telepaths here, right? So they're going to know, like, they're not going to know what we're saying, but they're going to know that we don't want them to know what we're saying. So that's almost as bad, right? He's like, I don't care. So they, they're having a, a mental... Yeah, the, the mortal guy that can heal from anything doesn't care about the repercussions to his actions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe think about the redhead. To be fair, at this point, his healing factor is slowing. It's not what it used to be. Yeah. You know what? I bet he'll be dead in the next few months. <laughs> You'd be right. So, uh, stay tuned for when we cover Death of Wolverine. So he's like, I don't know about these guys. They, not, they might not be on the up and up, but I could be wrong. And... So she's like, so you want me to spy on them psychically? He's like, yeah. Psychically? Psychically. I'm trying not to burp right now, man. It's so <laughs> fucking hard. But I think I got it. Anyway. <laughs> she, I'm proud of you. Uh, she's like, uh, Rachel, she's like, uh, well, I guess I can do that. And he's like, cool, but be cool about it. Because if they are cool, I don't want them to know we had suspicions. And she's like, so are you wrong? And he's like, not a chance. <laughs> 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 so it's like so this weird thing of like, I don't trust him. 
<laughs> but like they but might I could be, be wrong. But they could be telling the truth. It's like, are are you wrong though? He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, it was real weird. So yeah. like, it's like the type of shit that Beast says. You know what? It's really funny that all the douchebag characters say the type of stuff. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've heard Beast and Bishop say those exact things. Like, I'm never wrong. <laughs> right. Like, but you're historically wrong. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, your biggest thing is about being wrong yeah. about hope. Like, you, you tried real hard to kill a child. Yep. Yeah. Still, who, who was the savior of the species. Still down for it, too. <laughs> still down to kill anybody... Who has a stomach. Dude. That is his weakness if somebody was like a type of alien creature that's just like legs to head or something like no stomach. Oh, on, on Wolverine. I see. I was still talking about Bishop. Yeah. Because like it was so funny too how he was like he, he went to apologize like, hey, so I know your dad just died, but are we cool? <laughs> like all that time I tried to kill you. Like, I'm sorry about that. Chased you through your whole <laughs> She's just like, you fuck off. Like, no, I don't want to talk to you. And on the day of my dad's funeral, what? Um, so anyway, they land, they get out, and Xavier's all happy. He's like, we're going to fulfill our thing, man. Brotherhood awesome. And Yeah. Well, he's the only Xavier around now. Yeah. Uh, and Zorn is all, I'll take these three down to the dungeon. I mean, lab. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, Scott does a sarcasm. Yeah. Xavier gives him bedroom eyes. <laughs> He's so creepy. He says, because uh, it, it's weird to see Scott doing any type of sarcasm. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm proud of you all. Seriously, this is first class heroics. You're a credit to the X-Men name. Charles Xavier's name. And that is just Xavier giving him bedroom eyes. Yeah. Well, he's like, I am Charles Xavier. Yeah. In every way. Which he's he's doing the eyebrow thing. <laughs> he's like looking him in the eyes. I am Charles Xavier, young Scott. It's like, it's not pedophilistic <laughs> if I'm your age. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, my dick works. You're young. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not in a wheelchair yet. And he he will be soon somehow. It's it's the weirdest thing. Um, So Bling shows up and Xavier does that uh, bad guy thing, right? Where they're like actually happy because their plan's working out. And he's like, so where are the other pieces to my plan that we know we got? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, oh, those guys? Yeah, they, uh, I don't know, they just, like, left. And he's like, they're not here? What do you mean? And starts immediately torturing her psychically to retain the information. And then meanwhile, you have uh, Rachel kind of having a meltdown of, like, slowly realizing, oh, no, oh, no, they're the bad guys. Right. That torturing didn't let him know or let him in. And then Wolverine's just letting this happen. He's like, whoa, buddy, chill out. (laughs) He's like, hey, bro, we don't do stuff like that around here. Also, he's, like, celebrating how right he was. He's like, every damn time. Yeah. Uh, Well, so Xavier tortures all the information out of Bling, which is also weird. How does Bling know that they went to the future? She just knows that they took off with, uh, with magic. And he's like, right away, Xavier's like, someone named Ilyana. (laughs) <laughs> fucking took them and they went off into the future. I knew this was going to happen. I knew it. They're coming. It wasn't a matter of if, but when. They're coming for us. Like talking about the future X-Men who are coming back to their past that is the present. And so... Um, You're doing this on purpose. <laughs> and so Wolverine is like, hey, bud, that's too rough. It, like, almost like he's was okay with one of his students just being psychically interrogated. I just think we not both know that hard. he is okay with, like, hurting the kids. It, he just, it has to be on his terms. Yeah. 
Uh, and then, yeah, exactly. That's when Rachel is like, they can't be trusted. And then Wolverine does the thing that every damn time. Because she says, Wolverine was right. I like your commitment. He fucking popped a boner so quick. He's like, Logan was right. (laughs) (laughs) When he gets a boner, it goes, sing. (laughs) (laughs) It's instant. Yeah. So uh, it turns out that future Shadowcat wasn't Shadowcat at all. Or uh, Kate, rather. It was Raz. 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 One of them. I thought it was Raze. <laughs> he just shows up. He stabs Wolverine in the stomach. Yep. That was a highlight of that issue. Payback. Stebby, stebby. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> the remix. Payback, stebby, stebby. Uh, so, yeah, Wolverine both finds out that that time he fucked Mystique, they did conceive, and also... That he's got three short claws in his stomach, and so he's learned what that feels like. <laughs> Looks like he shoved his whole fist through his abdomen. Yeah. yeah, just fisted him. It's it's like that time that someone, uh, like, just what was it in one of the Batman movies where he's talking to someone and then they go away and he's like, oh, that's what that feels like. Oh, is it when Catwoman just disappears? Yeah, when he's talking to her. So that's what that feels like. Yeah, and while this is happening. Gene, uh, future young Gene, who is Zorn. Because there's both genes down there, right? Both pairs. So, I mean, you could say old Gene, not future young Gene in this. Yeah. Well, because old Gene could be confused with actual Gene, who is old Gene. Old Gene's dead. This is the only old Gene. Hey, man, old Gene's come back in style. It's called retro. So We're not shopping at the Salvation Army here. Let's go. So forced. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're down there, and she's like, trust me, this really is the best for all you guys. And Scott's still upset about it, and she's like, oh, don't you ever go changing, Scott. This is so great. And then she's like, oh, can incapacitate them all? On it. And then she Wait, just fucks up everyone. <laughs> the the whole, because Xavier pops up to tell her that, and in my head, I feel like he's like, execute order 66. <laughs> Yeah, and so, like, meanwhile, Rachel runs over to Wolverine, and she's like, oh, my God, are you okay? And she tries to send a, a warning to Storm, and then Xavier's like, fuck you, and, like, sigh smacks her, and he's like, you're both too slow and too late, because Storm can't hear you. They all just got the shit kicked out of them, yeah. psychically. Also, technically, he could could smack her with the telekinetic words, fuck you. <laughs> that could happen. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like it just hits her so hard. Fuck you. This is crazy because uh, they just like Wolverine got stabbed in the stomach, and then Evil Xavier blasts Rachel, and then Jubilee goes to attack old or Evil Xavier. And he's yeah, like, this is unnecessary. Like, <laughs> you just attacked us. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! We got fight. an overreaction here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like Rachel's team is actually winning too. Like they're kind of kicking their ass, um, because Beast. Uh, sorry, oldest evil beast is he got hit by Zorn Seibold and Zorn helps him up like, yeah, sorry about that, buddy. I just had to act really quickly. Um, he's like, that's understandable. Do they need help upstairs? And she's like, if they needed help, they would have asked. And then they're just getting their, their asses kicked, kind of. Yeah, like, let's go check the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're they're still preparing the time cube and stuff. That's what it is, right? A time cube. The time cube. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Marvel gets lazy on some yeah. stuff. So, like, 
Well, better a time cube than some super scientific name like they would do in the 60s mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, let's create some crazy name for this. In part, why they're kicking oh. their uh, ass so well, Rachel's team, is that Psylocke shows up and she just smashes um, a psychic Morningstar into the head of the Hulk, uh, Iceman. And she says a thing that you like that I don't like. So you mean write you down Psychic Morningstar as a character name for Psychic Morningstar. Yeah. Yeah, she says, that ball weighs 90 pounds, and I swung it one-handed, and I think this baby just pooped. Being a mom's easy. Yeah. And here's, I have That's two problems with That's an average day for a mom. One, not her baby. She's not changing that diaper. You know she's not doing it. Yeah, I know, but she's like, being a mom's easy, like, you're not even mothering, though. I know, so, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The baby's <laughs> Jubilee. The baby pooped in the diaper, but you're not changing the diaper. Every yeah, but at least Jubilee's claiming it. Every time I see Jubilee with that damn baby, it's her trying to take a nap. Enforcing somebody else to watch the baby. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because she threw the baby into Psylocke's hands, like, here, take this baby, I'm gonna go fight. And then she got backhanded, like, on yeah. the fight immediately, and then Psylocke has to come save the day while holding the baby. Yeah. Like, why did you give me this baby? I could have just went and fought. Also, how does the Morning Star weigh 90 pounds? It's a psychic, more, like, she just made it psychically. She psychically made it 90 pounds. That, but that's just weird. That's, like, just a weird concept to me. They also, an odd way for make how weight. big it is. Yeah. Also, morning stars don't weigh 90 pounds. That one does. Have you ever held a psychic morning star? Fair enough. No, I have not. Also, I it does make sense to add weight to any psychic object she's making because like like even her psychic sword, it would feel weird to move without it having weight. It's like right. throwing a wiffle here's, ball. You can't but, throw a wiffle ball far. But here's what I'm saying. You're you make you're the one this. making it, right? <laughs> like it's psychic, so it's ethereal. You can decide that it's heavier for one person than it is for you. So is it that impressive that she swings a 90-pound Morningstar if it's only 90 pounds for what it hits and actually, like, weightless for her? I don't think it works that way. It doesn't work that way. The most advantageous way for a psychic weapon to work, but it works she in the other way, and that's ridiculous. She, she made it, she it made 10 it hard. pounds for her. <laughs> you can make yeah. them think it weighs more, but you can't make it weigh more for somebody else than you. It's one item. It's ridiculous. It's a psychic weapon. <laughs> it's it, all it is is thoughts made manifest, like manifested into a thing. Yeah, but those are some heavy thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Deadpool shows up to attack uh, Psylocke, and the first thing he does is insult her, calling her a girl, and then realizes like, no, no, you're a woman. It's definitely like I'm sorry for insulting you. Also, you're super hot, and it turns out that Deadpool, crazy crushing on Psylocke. Yeah. Well, uh, Rachel also laid the smack down on evil Xavier. Oh, for a minute, I thought you said crazy crushing on something. <laughs> like, Rachel also was like, man, yeah, did I miss probably, that in that book? <laughs> Everybody is. But I just think that's important because uh, her power gets understated a lot. So she whooped some ass there. Um, and then it turns out Zorn and Beast are traitors. I mean, we know this, but, like, the other X-Men didn't know this. So they sort of, like, wake up with power dampened, like, oh, no, you're bad guys? Like, yeah, it's crazy. Uh... And then Storm... <laughs> the demon beast looking guy <laughs> is bad? And then Storm says something that is immediately dismissed. She's like, well, you may have us, but you're in a school with the most gifted faculty and student body in the world. They're all super powerful and they'll all stop you. And they're just like, yeah, uh, beast, lock it down. And he just locks down the school and everyone else is ignored from that point on. And then Gambit and, uh, what is that? Not Deathbird. What's her name? Yeah, I think it is Deathbird. No. Yeah. That's not Deathbird. She's like a Deathbird. She is like a bird lady. <laughs> yeah, well, she's a... Uh, Warbird? 
Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it's some type of bird. But they're just hanging out in the break room. It's the falcon. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, like, chilling when they get locked in. There's a water cooler there. So, then, uh, Xavier possesses Krakoa. So that, that happens. Because they basically just take over the entire school at that point. And, uh, the X-Men show up, the uncanny team with the future X-Men, and Cyclops is like, all right, we need to do some sort of recon and figure out what uh, is going on here. And Shogo's like, I got it, and just blasts off. And he's like, well, that's not what I meant. And Wolverine Jubilee is like, well, he did what you mean, like meant, so that's fine. And then Shogo meets his young mom. Yes. Which he seems to like and his better baby than his self, old yeah. mom. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to the X-Men. They're like, hey, look who I found. And then Psylocke, all tattered, shows up like, hey, it's crazy in there. Also, I just noticed that uh, Jubilee has uh, the Bret Hart glasses. You just noticed she has Bret Hart glasses? Yeah, I didn't. For some reason, I didn't know she's got Bret Hart glasses. It's only been like three decades with those. Yeah. Yeah, but like, when do they ever use Jubilee? All right. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, I know she has glasses, but the relation to how much they look just like Bret Hart's glasses. So, chapter eight of Battle of the Atom is Uncanny Issue 13, and it starts with uh, a lot of talking of, like, the younger uh, Uncanny X-Men, like, I don't feel comfortable about this. I don't know if I'm ready for this sort of thing. They seem all big and scary. And the uh, the future X-Men are like, we need to go in there and, like, bash some skulls. And then Cyclops is like, what we need is, like, a plan, you know? Because we don't know what's going on, and we don't know them. And, uh... Wolverine Jubilee is all, you're not prepared for this because you don't know what it's like to fight your friends and their, like, future selves. But this is weird because they just did that. Yeah, that's all they do. It, it is all kind of all they do. Um, but, like, they just fought, you know, a future Xavier, and they fought a future past Jean Grey and, you know, Beast, which I guess, like, Beast is always kind of a dick, so they probably didn't have a hard time fighting him. They were like, finally. <laughs> Again, we get to fight. Uh, and he's like, no, we need a plan. Which, wait, she, so she says, because I'm realizing this now too. She says, you're not prepared for what you're about to face. And his whole point is like, yeah, so we need a plan. We A plan is to be prepared for what you go into. And she's the one who's like, we need to just fight right now. And, and like take it to them. But anyway, while they're sort of squabbling, a uh, piece of the the tower, a tower of the school just crashes at their location, and they all almost die. But Wiccan saves them all, and they're like, "Okay, so I guess the plans run at them and fight because they just already started the fight." And they're like, "Hey, where'd Beast and uh, Iceman and Psylocke go?" It's like, "Yeah, that's crazy. They just disappeared." And it turns out Psylocke wasn't Psylocke. It was. Raz, Raz, yeah, Raz, Razzle Dazzle, <laughs> yeah, that guy. It was him, and he just sort of knocked them out and took them over into the school without anyone noticing. Clubbed them and carried them off. Yeah, into the back, like baby seals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then we so do the, not condone. We beating don't. Seals. <laughs> we don't. But that's. A, a terrible thing that happens. So anyway, <laughs> um, they they end up getting attacked by the Ice Hulk, and uh, fucking Phoenix Choir is like, I got this, and then he doesn't have it. 
No, he doesn't have anything <laughs> during this. Because it, it's a big thing of ice and you're fire incarnate. It should be easy. You take him out and Ice Hulk is not defeated ever, apparently. Even though he was smashed to pieces. Yeah, with a 90-pound psychic Morningstar. And now he's being melted, but not melting. He's weird. Impossible to beat. But he's also terrible. Like, like how is he impossible to beat if everyone's actually kind of getting over on him? But no one's, like, just putting him down. Like, for real. Because he's got no... Like, he can't feel pain. He's just a big, dumb hunk of ice. Yeah. Uh, so, Magic and Colossus end up teleporting into the school. Uh, by the way... Colossus actually has Magic's uh, Soul Sword. We forgot to mention this. And he has that because the future version of Ilyana gave it to him. Because right away she's like, hey, you got my Soul Sword. And he's like, yeah, you gave it to me. Can I have that one too? <laughs> she dueled Soul Sword. Soul Sword, that'd be <laughs> so that'd be awesome. dope. I mean, she can now, right? Yeah. But she kind of does too. Like every once in a while she's drawn with two swords. Like one big ass one and one smaller one. Yeah, the old one and the Soul Sword. Because sometimes she's got the big sword and then the old sword, the skinny one. Yeah, but they never, like, say they're two distinctly different swords. They just draw her with two swords for some reason. And then she doesn't have it. Think it's the same sword? She just splits it into two somehow? I mean, like, when they draw it differently. Like, when she's got the big sword and then she's got the small sword. Oh, I'm not talking about that. That's It's always the soul sword. If she's holding a sword, it's the soul sword. What if it's two swords? But exactly, that's my point. Every once in a while, they draw her like on a cover or something, but she's got two swords. And then the big one is like, obviously that's the soul sword. So what's the small one? Is it like a... We'll find out in Ten of Swords. <laughs> she's got two of them. So uh, they port into the school, and then suddenly there's an explosion, and they're under rubble because Molly and Deadpool show up. And they're like, well, we beat them. And then suddenly Magic and Colossus are like, no, you didn't. And Magic... Teleports Deadpool into the sky and then just lets him fall. Then he dies. Yeah. She, I was going to say, she beat the shit out of him pretty easily. Yeah. Because he didn't land a single shot on her. He, like, tries to shoot her and she just grabs his hand. He's like, um. And then <laughs> she teleports him. Like, it was nothing. And then Colossus just punches Molly right in the face. And then just stands there. Yeah. Your and, move. And then they start fighting and she's like, I looked up to you guys and you guys, I thought you were awesome, but... I was wrong, and you're terrible. That and mustache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you grew it out. Why? I specifically said not I to do that. I you before you it. grew that mustache. I love that like, that's the thing that put her over the edge, is so she became an evil mutant. She because... tore his poster off the wall <laughs> and everything. <laughs> she drew the mustache with the permanent marker, then tore the shit off. <laughs> oh, no, even worse. Like, maybe, uh, like, some precog mutant... Like, drew the mustache on him, and she got mad because how dare you deface my poster? And then it turned out that was the future of his face. <laughs> well, it had to do with time travels. Like, he went back in time, and when he came back, then her poster just changed on the wall, and all of a sudden the poster has a mustache on it. She ripped that shit off. Just, just takes an exacto knife and cuts out the mustache. Yeah. Did, because he had a beard, right? In, uh, yeah, he said a beard. Before. Age of X Men? Yeah. And they just drew it as like a regular beard, didn't they? When he was meddled up? Whenever he gets emo, he grows a beard. Maybe only mustaches turn metal. 
That'd be so weird. Like the mustache part of the beard's metal, but then the rest of the beard's just hair. Like Scott Steiner, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly like Scott Steiner. <laughs> it's just instead of the blonde parts, it's metal parts. Yeah. So anyway, maybe it's just a gray stash. Because his hair's black, not metal. Like he uses just for men, but in his hair, and yeah. then his face He's, stays he likes it like that. Yeah. yeah. So Yano shows up and just stabs Molly right in the back because that's how you stop that person. It so looked you pretty stop dope. Almost anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's not very effective though. Um, and then for the rest of the X Men, they're all eaten by Krakoa. Again. Again, like the yeah. third time. Just forever being eaten by that fucking island that yeah. is currently <laughs> uh, landlocked. Maybe not make your uh, like build your house on something sent- sentient that eats you. Yeah. So, Roz takes the, uh, the last two of the young X-Men into the uh, Beast Lab, and they go ahead and throw them all on the time cube, and they're like, all right, got to send you back to the past. And then it doesn't work. And Ilyana shows up, and she's like, I'm going to stop this. And Zorin Jean is like, no, you're not. And she freezes her. And then is like, you're actually going to kill yourself, because spoilers, you do anyway. So, that was sort of a dark moment. Yeah, and then uh, as she's drawn the soul sword like closer to her neck, you see it like cutting in and the blood dripping down. Yeah, it. it's like very hard to see because it's like drawn black, but you see the like the little bit drip down. And there was a moment too with um, when Molly and Deadpool had actually like did that explosion and thought they beat Ilyana and Colossus, where Deadpool is like, "Hey, I wonder what the future would have been like if magic didn't," and then like. So, like, alluding to, like, or, like, if she didn't release the, and he, it ends there. So, sort of, like, he's alluding to maybe the monsters were her doing. The ones that killed Dazzler. It yeah. Like, oh, a, a limbo. like, she used up all of Limbo, so, like, the monsters had to go somewhere. Yeah. Like, that's a really, like, these monsters that kill um, Dazzler, it's very vague in where they come from. Because early on in this uh, Battle of the Atom, they interact with a, a new mutant whose whole power is to make up monsters. So, like, could it be from that person, but later in the future, like, as a, a callback or, like, a... She was making, like, dinosaurs, though, not demon monsters. Maybe it's different in the future. So it, you never know. Like, that was the actual Inhuman X-Men war. Yeah, they, they pictured... They, like, Bendis knew Kid Kaiju was coming. Yeah. So, like, is it that? Is it a, a shield thing? Or, like, this is, like, the new version of Sentinels? Because also during that time, all those Madroxes were killed, and they were the security force. Yeah, it looked like a strategic hit, not yeah. like just something was released. Because each one of them had, like, smoke coming off their chest, but also they were foaming out of their mouths. It was, like, a really weird, like, you don't know how they died. But why bother kill all the Madroxes when, like, you just had a monster shoot her through the chest like they were like the lookouts but he's what are they <laughs> yeah <trying to> do? <laughs> like what was the point Maybe they, they see it first i mean but have you seen what a bunch of madrox can do when they're all holding a bat not a lot yeah <laughs> we did see what they could yeah, do not, in Rosenbergs. not really not, anything yeah Rosenbergs. so yeah magic tries to stop them from uh teleporting the uh first class back in time and gene stops her she's all like all right go ahead and kill yourself now and uh like, at the same time, Xavier has Krakoa, like, trying to keep all the rest of those X-Men inside of its mouth. And Krakoa, like, is, like, exploding as they're trying to get out of it. And I don't understand the Ilyana part, actually, how she gets free of Zorn's mind control. But 
everyone else ends up being able to get out of Krakoa because Colossus just shows up with a soul sword and then fucking stabs him in the back the same way, way Ilyana just stabbed uh, Molly. You know, you doing the reverse that, Logan. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. You would think he's not that quiet, too. Big-ass metal dude. Yeah. He's like sneaking <laughs> like, up on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a damn robot. <laughs> yeah. So all the controls that Xavier had uh, psychically over things, like, they released. But, yeah, the the magic thing is still confusing to me. Yeah, because it's not Xavier that is controlling her. Yeah. Um, Maybe, like, off-panel, like, she put the sword, like, uh, Zorn put the sword to Ilyana's throat and then was like, Xavier, take over, I gotta piss real quick. And then Colossus was like, sword. I just think she was powerful enough to break out. During this time, too. Yeah, maybe both of them were doing it. They're like, is the time machine broke? And they're like, uh, Roz, go ahead and jump on there and fucking travel through time real fast. And so he turns into Cyclops. They send him back in time. Um, and he's like, and then he comes back and he's like, holy shit, it works. I just saw Xavier. I was like walking around for three minutes and it was crazy. Like, he didn't see me, so that was good. He's <laughs> doing something real weird in the garden. <laughs> yeah. He's just playing with himself. It's like, I don't know what he had under that blanket, but it just kept popping up. <laughs> like, the blanket kept coming, like, going up and down. I don't know what he had under there. The children are not here. <laughs> I will enjoy my garden. So, they're like, well, then what's the problem? And Beast is like, oh, man, this is crazy, and but also dope, but also terrible. Because... We've broken time in a way I don't understand yet. That's fascinating. And they're like, it's not the time for fascinating. We really fucked it up now. <laughs> if I can't understand it. And basically what happens is like, B starts saying something like, it appears as if we've, and then Cyclops comes in the room, played yourself. You're done goofed. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> You're done goofed. He cocks a shotgun. Shh. <laughs> 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 and then the issue ends and uh, picks back up in chapter 9, Wolverine and the X-Men, uh, issue 37. And it picks up, like, when when Scott first entered the room, he had, like, all the X-Men behind him. And then it's, like, not at all. He's in a white room with Zorn, and Zorn's all like, hey, remember me? I'm Jean. And, like, takes off the mask, and he's like, not my Jean. And then she kisses him. He's like, yeah. My gene kiss worse. <laughs> You're a better kisser. That's how I know this ain't real. He's like, what am I do? <laughs> I feel like he should have been better prepared. He showed up and immediately got put in this white room. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, not this. <laughs> yeah, it, that basically, yeah. He was like, no, not this. What the fuck? Again. <laughs> the guy who has the most experience fighting psychics and like being around them. He's like, this fast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why psychics are broken, though, because that fight's like over. It could just be over right there. Yeah. And she's basically like, look, it doesn't matter what you want, because in five seconds, we'll be gone. I guess you could say, you done goofed. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, he he basically wakes up in the room. He's like, oh, man, that happened. Fuck, they're gone. They were just here. And, like, uh, the power-dampened X-Men against the wall, like Storm and, uh, you know, uh, second shittiest beast, you know, they're all... Right there, sort of like just looking at him like, yeah, you, you let that happen? And all the other X-Men are like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, they had Choir there. Like, Quentin Choir couldn't have stopped this. Yeah. Phoenix Choir. 
<laughs> he done goofed. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he just stood by and let this happen. I also think they were just sort of like, the, like, cause it's weird that he's overreacting so much, but I think he was just causing a commotion so that they didn't see the boner he had in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, he's got a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> just covering his pelvic. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the, the uh, Brotherhood slips away in a ship that is not the Dove. They're in the Blackbird, which is crazy, because Beast practically had an orgasm over the whole concept that the Dove was a thing. Yeah, he knows how shitty his ship is. <laughs> the Dove had <laughs> nothing special. It. I just got to repoint that out. It's just a white Blackbird. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is the best thing I've ever made. It's a white bird. Made. <laughs> You're proud of yourself, aren't you? <laughs> Little bit. For what? Because <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> Just, so, you should you should take the advice of Justin's shirt right now. So they should be. Do you know more children? Uh, so they're like, I guess it's Plan B then. And <laughs> like, what do you mean Plan B? I didn't know we had a Plan B. <laughs> no more babies. <laughs> and Xavier, at this point, he's in a psychic wheelchair that he's constructed for himself. Because again, apparently, it doesn't kill you to get stabbed in the back super hard by the Soul Sword. Because Molly's there too, and so is Ice Hulk. Like they get everyone, but uh, Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool got murked. Yeah, like Xavier walks past Deadpool at one point, and he's like, "Guess he's dead." And then later, after they leave, Chim like they're looking for them on the grounds, and Chimera walks past Deadpool. He's like, oh, he's dead. So it turns out Deadpool, pretty dead. I feel like I should at least mention that Justin's shirt is Kitty shushing. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Marauders variant where she's coming through the wall. Yeah. But yeah, they, it, like you get stabbed in the back. They're treating it like it's a psychic sword almost. Because they would have bled out. Oh, no, it can't be a psychic sword. Because they wouldn't let out. Pounds. Well, the density, though, is of real metal because that's how psychic weapons work. They make it the thing it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying they would have died. They should have. <laughs> yeah, they should have. sword the, is wide. They got stabbed with the humongous like sword from Cloud, Final Fantasy sword, yeah. in the back and just walked away. So, Not Xavier. Do you think it made the Final Fantasy music when uh, they stabbed him through? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so right away, all the X-Men in the school now are trying to figure out what to do, and Scott is like, all right, like, he starts giving orders, like, one of you start tracking the uh, the GPS on the jet or whatever, and, like, another one of you check the grounds and all this, and Wolverine right away is like, uh, no, how about you shut up? And then he starts telling his people to do the same thing Scott was just telling his people to do, uh, and then it's just sort of a argument between uh, Scott and Logan. I thought that was a great impression. You sound like a dude who like wants to be in charge, but really is not in charge. <laughs> <laughs> and so they start they start arguing over uh, like you and your like Logan's like you and your people stay where I can see you because I don't trust any of you at all. But I mean these future X Men, they're the for real deal X Men because Wiccan he saved my life, so I trust that. Mind you, this is like one another thing he's super wrong about because not a mutant, so not an X Men. Like he's just a, a dude. He can be an X Men. No. Eh. Shogo? Yeah. Captain Marvel? Yeah. Captain, uh. She wasn't an X-Men. She, she flew the ship. She just lived in the... Yeah. In she, the was a, she was a guest. Moira? Not an X-Men. Not an X-Men. Is a mutant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But is a mutant now. But <laughs> I was talking about in the past when she was just there. She was a person with a lab. Yeah. 
Who Xavier like she was science banged guy. once or something? I don't know. Probably twice. Uh, no, I think once. Once. That was it. Yeah. I think she was like, never mind. She's not age <laughs> <laughs> She's not age appropriate for him. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, never mind. It's like I I did that once. You're only older now than when you were before. <laughs> that was already too old. He couldn't get it up. Fucking creep. She thought it was the paralysis. Yeah. So and and then there's a thing too between the two of them. Uh, where Scott's like, are you serious? Like, we're going to talk about reputations and stuff. Like, how many people have you killed? He's like, doesn't matter. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> you killed kill the one guy that counts. <laughs> Which, like, why? Why is he the one guy who counts? And uh, we, we were a Nambla together. <laughs> Wolverine's yeah. like, he doesn't know how many people he killed. It doesn't matter. I'm not counting, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Um, so the Brotherhood turns out their plan B is to go to Cape Citadel, where it all started. Because poetic irony? Uh, I don't know. It actually doesn't make much sense why they go there. Nope. Other than to just go there. And they start just beating up military people who are there just because. Like, just trying to draw attention of the X-Men and of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff. And then, of course, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s attention is grasped. They're like, uh, hey, the X-Men are fucking up Cape Citadel. I guess we got to go do that. And, like, right away, she's sort of blaming Dazzler. Like, how come you didn't know about this already? She just blames the closest mutant towards her. And she's like, I was on the ship with you. Like, the sa- like we were in the same place at the same time when this happened. How could I have known she's about constantly it? constantly blaming Dazzler. Yeah. Any mutant problems? My mutant liaison. <laughs> but well, also, you broke up with Mag- Magneto, so he doesn't want to talk to me. Yeah, but also it's not even Dazzler at this point. It's Mystique. And yeah. so the advice is always going to be terrible advice. She's like, well, what you should do is bring more helicarriers. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you solve this. You just get all the helicarriers and send them over there. Because that's the only way you can help a chaotic situation is add way more guns. Sounds about right, though. Yeah. And then there's a great moment between uh, Quentin Choir and Quentin Choir. Yep, and his awesome shirt says Magneto was left. Yep. Left where? We'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) Cape Citadel. That's why they went there. (laughs) Went back to pick him up? Yeah. Magneto's the only one they didn't bring back from the future. Yeah, he was uh, left in the future. Yeah, Yeah. Young Choir is facing uh, Phoenix Choir, and Phoenix Choir is like, all right, one question. I'll answer one thing. And so, like... He, uh, young choir, like, takes a moment, and he's like, when do I leave this school? And then Phoenix Choir just starts laughing and <laughs> yeah. walks away. Yeah, and he basically is like, man, I'm a dick. Yeah. He's like, I hope I die before I get old. Um, and then the X-Men all go to Cape Citadel, and then there's, like, a cool moment where uh, they all just jump out of their collective blackbirds, I guess. You know what that picture's missing? Swords. <laughs> You know what? Sure. Because that's the same picture pretty much that they use for the advertisement of tennis I'm swords. thinking of the way that uh, Logan and Cyclops are posed, too, when they're jumping out. And, like, Wolverine yells, X-Men, and Cyclops yells, take them down. And, like, they both have one arm, like, reaching backwards. Could easily be holding a sword, both of them. Yeah. It'd only be cooler. I wonder if they said that together. <laughs> you know what? That, too. If you don't see it automatically, their hands are both back, and they could easily just clasp hands. They're reaching. (laughs) It's like when you're jumping together in a pool. It's exactly what they look like. Yeah, there's only two swords in this picture. So they start uh, fighting the Brotherhood, and 
the Brotherhood are sort of losing. So they make this kind of proclamation. I got a Colossus is doing the Link move from Super Smash, where he's putting the sword straight down. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he's just diving yeah. down. It's not important to anything, but he's not wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, they're uh, they're beating the X Men. Well, the, the the Brotherhood. And there's sort of like this uh, this Hail Mary move that I guess has been plan B the whole time. And it's to make S.H.I.E.L.D. like try to kill a bunch of mutants. So like uh, Xavier decides like it's time for them to do the thing. And so Zorn's like, I'm doing the thing. And she makes all the helicarriers fire all the missiles. But interesting what happens though, uh, Phoenix Choir is like there with her. They haven't really started fighting the way they're going to start fighting in the next issue but it looks like um zorn takes the phoenix force and uses it when she uh rains those missiles down i thought that was kind of cool that they just sort of yeah, added I that can, there i can see what you're talking about because the picture even blends from like the top to the bottom yeah like it kind of forms and then one picture. you look at the panel all the way at the bottom and you see she's actually right next to choir so she took that the flames of the phoenix and used it for herself yeah it does look like that but I'm not going to believe it. Well, you don't have to because she says it. <laughs> she says Does it she? later. Um, she doesn't say she used the phoenix. No, but she says it wants her. That's what we all say, isn't it? So, <laughs> I know the phoenix wants me. That's, <laughs> that's uh, where that chapter ends. And chapter 10 picks up in the second issue of the Battle of the Atom issue. The, the Omega issue, basically. The whole thing is dumb because she forces them to launch the missiles. And then she's like... That's what they think of you. Yeah. But you did it. And no one says that, too. Yeah. They're all just like, this is crazy. They're firing missiles at us. And it's like, but you saw her. You saw her do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Beast gets up and starts to make a speech where he's like, see, this is what we have to look forward to. They'll always be. And then he gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll always shoot at us when we pull their trigger exactly. like, and like, when we stand to make announcements it, it, uh, I think it's it's uh, it should be mentioned that I think this issue like I, we could probably all agree that this issue has like the best art in it uh, mostly yeah and then there's like it takes a weird left turn later but most of the time yes yeah, Zorn's mask Rivik looks is dope awesome as fuck. Yeah. yeah it does what was that artist that we were talking about earlier that it was on one of these with the weird name? Uh, Wade something. That wasn't even the funny part. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> forgot <laughs> the funny part. I'll edit Von, in. Von something. Well, I'll edit in you saying it right there. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out, though, that so many of those missiles aren't even missiles. That they're just they're, containers. They're spears. <laughs> <laughs> this dome isn't a dome. <laughs> it's a sphere. Uh, no, it turns out that they're Sentinels and that S.H.I.E.L.D. just has Sentinels sitting up in their helicarriers because that's what killed Beast. And then they really start fucking with the X-Men. And so uh, you have the Brotherhood and the X-Men fighting the Sentinels, but then you also still have the Brotherhood and the X-Men fighting each other. And there is a fight between um, Zorn and uh, Phoenix Choir where Zorn's like, you know, oh no, uh, Choir is like, you know, you never deserve this thing. Like, I use it so much better than you ever could. And she's like, oh yeah? Then why does it want me more? Why does it whisper my name whenever I'm in the room, even shut right up. now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just insecure. He's like, shut up. It's, uh 
<laughs> um, it's Von Grawbacher, by the way. Oh, Von <laughs> It's such a funny name. Um, you definitely know. He's got a monocle. And then there's this... <laughs> Von Grawbacher. He's, he's been hiding in this country since the 40s. <laughs> there's a, a crazy kind of cool thing that happens, too, where uh, show goes up in the air, and... Roz is fastball specialed at Shogo by the Ice Hulk, and he uh, cuts Shogo, or, or Sentinel X, rather, not like the baby, who <laughs> oh, we, we forgot to mention, too, is in a hamster ball. Yeah, they made like a little protective out, hamster ball for it. Turns out the pendant is a hamster ball the that whole time. gave to Shogo to use. Yeah, which is so stupid. Like, how does a baby know out. when to use it? It turns out the whole time it was a spirit. <laughs> it was a spirit. <laughs> yeah, because Jubilee's like, press the beep beep. <laughs> You could have easily just took a dump at that time instead of pressing <laughs> that button. That's how close he was to death. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Roz has Icehawk do that fastball special, and then Wolver uh, Jubilee Wolverine has Colossus do a second fastball special so that she could be in the air to attack Roz, except when she goes to do that, he's like, okay, so you think you're going to kill me, but... It's you, me, and that giant killer robot behind you, so maybe not. And then she gets killed, nearly ripped in half, by a, a sentinel blast. Like, not falling for that. I like yeah. how Colossus' <laughs> whole battle plan was just pick up and throw the closest person to you. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's just like, go, go! <laughs> and then Xavier is like, so you want to cripple me, huh? I'm going to do worse than that to you, and like gives him an aneurysm So to, to Colossus. So he dies. So, I mean... Did that, he die? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they don't show him again. I mean, normally... They show him, like... It doesn't a, seem like he dies, but they, they show his body later. Yeah, they show that he dies. And then Oyana gets pissed off, and then you think she's killing Xavier at this point, but then she actually doesn't. So Xavier doesn't get killed, even though Ayana turns into Dark Child and, like, fucks him half, up. Half Dark Child. Well, yeah. She got, has the horns, not the legs. She's like Dim Child. <laughs> She slices him in the back again. Not a stab this time, but... <laughs> she just does things to make him even less, like, mobile. Like, yeah. breaks his legs, busts his kneecaps. <laughs> and then this, uh, the art is really good, but the Emma here look, does not look like Emma. No, it doesn't. It's really weird. It, it, it took me a second. This book actually loses a lot of continuity because uh, the whole time young Scott and Jean are wearing the same clothes that they stole off that line early on in the... Uh, series. Yeah, the end of the last issue, they still have those on. In the beginning of this, they they yeah, yeah they're just in their uniforms. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it looks great, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, uh, I figured out who Emma looks like in that little picture right there. She looks like Jane Lynch. Weird. I'm not looking at it, so like probably. I was thinking she looked like uh, Rachel, just colored Emma. Oh, okay, in that one. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's talking about a different uh, picture of her where she's uh, it's just like a blonde lady with a black coat for some reason, um, but yeah, she does look like Jane Lynch right there, like <laughs> Diamond Jane Lynch. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Phoenix Choir is beaten by Zorn, and uh, Cyclops and Wolverine show up, and she's like, "And you two, you two pieces of shit." Like everything's your fault because of how many times you cause schisms with the X Men because you're all like. Join my side. No, join my side. And yeah. She's like, remember that fault. book you guys uh, were part of? <laughs> like after the sphere thing? You did the, the schism yeah. thing? 
<laughs> Everyone thought it was a great idea for a homicidal maniac to just start a school. <laughs> and the whole time, Wolverine just is staring at boobs. Or just boobs, Zorn. Staring <laughs> at Zorn's Zorn. boobs. I, no, it's a, it's a... It's a headbutt. It's a head. It's a convenient headbutt where he's yeah. like checking her out. Yeah, yeah. Because he could have stabbed her right after that. He's holding her down. Yeah. Why? Well, right before that too, like when they're about to fight, he he's like, "You're not our gene." And then Scott's like, "She was never your gene." Right. <laughs> Being petty like right so there. petty. He does just speak in those <laughs> shots. Whenever he can. He's like, "Gotta so let stupid. everybody else know." Like, Whoa. <laughs> so insecure. <laughs> just so everybody knows, <laughs> she didn't like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You scared her. <laughs> oh, man. But that yeah, book was stupid. It's like, why? He's holding her down like an arm on each arm. As if Cyclops is going to come in with a gut stab. Yeah. It's like, no, that's your job, Wolverine. Stab her. <laughs> well, he's got, his, he's got his hand back to oh, try yeah, to stab yeah. her. He's he going right for the stomach. But she, she stops him and fucks him up. And then it's like Cyclops and her exchanging, like, blasts of energy. It looks like he gets blasted through the stomach almost. Cyclops. Yeah, he gets fucked up. I kind of wonder where that optic blast like goes to, like who it hits, because so he you, just like gets hit back, and you see his optic blast just goes off yeah. panel. It, it hits a bird in the sky, <laughs> like just like, minding its own business, like a fully cooked <laughs> <laughs> falls to earth. It's a, it's like a cooked chicken just falls from the sky, <laughs> and not from heat, from the friction of it. Yeah. <laughs> like it just it just kept hitting it so yeah. much. <laughs> So, uh, or it, it killed it and it falls to earth so fast that it cooks and defeathers itself. And right after this, the first class come charging at Zorn, and there's a cool uh, moment where like it's a big splash page of it, but then in the corner, it's like like an homage to when the first class fought uh, Magneto, that first ish, uh, issue of X Men on, on the cover. Citadel. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. It's the exact image of the cover where they're all jumping in. And it's funny because it's got the same stuff. You got Angel come in with the, it looks like a telephone pole, but it was always questionable. Like, is that a bazooka he's got? Yeah, and why did he, like, get rid of the bazooka at whatever point? Yeah, but it looks, because you see a telephone pole, and then in the corner box, Angel has it. And then the the wire that Beast is swinging in on, like a monkey, there was a wire on the telephone pole. So now we know. It's the yeah, origin. that they make their telephone poles out of bazookas. Yeah. That come with or wires. It's like bazookas a, out of telephone poles. It's a pole chain to shoot the bazooka. Could be one. <laughs> it's just I, I picture that the telephone poles are a series of bazookas that are just connected, and you can disconnect them, and they still work. And this is where it gets weird, though, because so the art, the artist changes at this point, and the art is actually kind of worse. And the first class are all beating up Zorn, but there's a panel where uh, Jean is punching Zorn, and her arm is fucking huge oh it is i didn't realize that <laughs> it is insane how big it is because it's like it's so like, wrong it's in like the it's worst out of her position. head yeah if you punched anybody like that you break your shoulder yeah like her no her shoulder is coming out of the side of her head it's yeah. the weirdest thing um she's got spongebob arms <laughs> <laughs> like she inflated them <laughs> no i mean like how spongebob's arms aren't like they, oh they're coming they're out of his ears like yeah. yeah coming out of his ears and because it was the homage and they have that same exact panel, I like how Iceman is back to just throwing snowballs. <laughs> yeah. As if that's going to do anything. Which was born. a burn on him earlier on where they were like, where uh, Shadowcat was like, yeah, I saw that footage. You threw snowballs at him. Yeah. He's like, we fought Magneto. <laughs> then he was like, uh, what is it? Eunice the Untouchable? I totally touched him. Yeah. <laughs> Inappropriately. <laughs> I mean, totally appropriately. No one knows that about me yet. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did I say anus? I meant Eunice. Eunice <laughs> <laughs> the untouchable. I touched it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Smelt my finger after two. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so anyway. <It's> <laughs> Zorn fighting them is like, she's losing, but also losing control of her own power. And Jean's like, what's happening to you? Tell me. Because like she's worried. Like It's her future self. And she's like, yeah, you'll find out. It's fucked up. And then she blows up. <laughs> Yeah, she activates self-destruct. Yeah. She's a fucking graveler. <laughs> Presumably killing all the sentinels and stuff around them. Because then the X-Men are like, we should probably leave. And then they just teleport out of there. And then Maria Hill and the better art comes back into play. And she's like, X-Men, are you here? Because <laughs> it's all dusty and stuff. And it's just Zorn's mask. That's all that's left. Evil Xavier hits him with the, to me, my brotherhood. Oh, yeah. This is crawling, though. He's back in his chair after you got another back slice. Yeah, they, like I really think Ileana was just like kneecaps and breaking his feet. And now for epilogues. So the first epilogue is basically uh, the Uncanny X-Men and Wolverine's X-Men just sort of like, well, that happened. And right away, Scott and Wolverine are like, the Brotherhood stuff doesn't matter. The, the X-Men and the time stuff doesn't matter. What matters is S.H.I.E.L.D., they got fucking Sentinels. And something needs to happen with that. And Wolverine's like, yeah, but not by you. By us, because you're still a bad guy. And he's like, I'm not a fucking bad guy. We <laughs> the didn't... only person who can do this is somebody Gene doesn't care about. <laughs> <laughs> but also totally loved, so fuck you. Do <laughs> you notice that Magneto, uh, his helmet is like clo- enclosed on his head almost entirely? Yeah. yeah like the, the eye in... Front slit are so small, it looks like somebody, like, shoved them together. Yeah, depending on who's drawing it, that's he's got, like, no field of vision. There. Yeah. <laughs> he can stick, like, a French fry in there mm-hmm. to eat, and that's it. <laughs> he's just... He only eats French fries? That's funny. <laughs> it's French fries and Twizzlers. He's got, like, a burger patty that he has to turn sideways to fit in there. Yeah. And then epilogue two is sort of Chimera, like, so the Brotherhood are off around here somewhere, and I gotta find them, so I'm gonna stick around and not go... Back to the uh, future, like I'm supposed to, until that yes, future jubilee died, so we could do whatever we want. Yeah, that art is a little messed up though. For epilogue two, it's like really good for Emma, and then Storm looks like trash. That's some really bad Storm art right there. Yeah, she looks like a very old man. Which is weird because like it's sort of important on that page, Storm anyway. Like it's an important figure because she's like talking to her future daughter, and it's like sort of a like. So do I get back with T'Challa or something? Yeah, let me know. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Because he hasn't been returning my texts. So. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out. He's kind of mad about this whole, like, like mutants stirring Wakanda thing. And, like, I get that. I get that. But, like, also, it's like one guy. It was one guy. Like, I can control that guy. I Even I think he's a dick. Where she's like, I'm late. And you, like, block. <laughs> he got that latex. Yeah. That I think I'm latex. Because he didn't wear the latex. He has well, a he's, he's got the suit. He doesn't need that. You're an old man. <laughs> Why? Because I know because I know a little Wayne. <laughs> Lollipop came out like 2007. Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was applicable. <laughs> so epilogue three, the future X Men do re- like they go back to their uh, future. They're like, all right, or oh, I'm my bad. They're present, and uh, uh, Iceman makes a point to mention the Bamfs. It's like, hey, those little guys. Watch out for those. Those are going to be important. Later. <laughs> they just take their dead and go. Oh, there was a whole thing where, like, Shogo was talking to Jubilee, and he's like, uh, you're, 
that wasn't you. You didn't die. Yeah. I mean, you died, but like, mom. you don't got to worry about that, right? <laughs> we changed things, I think. Neely blocks the sun for her, so she yeah. doesn't die a horrible death in the front yard. And that's when he. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be ironic. She's like, she'll go, I need to. Front front <laughs> like, he watched his mom die twice. Yeah. He's just. He's blocking the sun, then just puts his arms down, like, without thinking, and murders her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he is basically like, yeah, you figure that shit out. Yeah, he'll get used to it. Um, my arms are real tired. <laughs> <laughs> figure it out sooner. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then epilogue for Kitty decides, I can't do this anymore. You guys never listen to me. You're jerks, so I'm going to leave. And, uh... We're going with the other X-Men, because they're funner. <laughs> they're funner. <laughs> That's Not the whole That's reason. the exact opposite of what they are, frankly. All but. Right, we get this uh, scene, because I think we glossed over it. Didn't they have, like, Kitty was really mad at Ileana, or she said something that like was a, that? Yeah. yeah, that was part one. Oh, okay. Um, no, it wasn't even that. It was uh, a couple issues before this. When she first brings back the X-Men, it's sort of like, it's right after... Uh, Scott tries to stop uh, Zorn, and Zorn does the whole white room thing. And then Scott and Wolverine are arguing about, like, if they're even going to help. And Ilyana mentions that she brought the future X-Men. Like, uh, they're on the same side. I brought the future X-Men, and Wolverine does the, yeah, I believe they're X-Men because Wiccan saved me, but, you know, I don't trust you guys. And there's a moment where uh, Kitty's like, yeah, and who trusts you to Ilyana? She's, like, real shitty to her for no reason. Yeah, which was, like, out of character because they're such good friends. And then here at the end, written by Bendis now, you get a... They have, like, some, you know, like a meeting up where Kitty says, thank you, Ilyana, of course, and they're hugging and stuff like that, which is way more to character because... Yeah, so it was just weird. Jason Aaron wrote them, like, they were, like... Or uh, mainly that Shadowcat was just being shitty to her for some reason. Yeah, which which wouldn't happen. Well, we've talked about before that, like, especially during this period there was a lot of miscommunication between writers at Marvel. Like, it, it isn't for, like, two or three years from now that, like, they really start fixing their communication with each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got to point out in Epilogue 1, it's kind of shitty because Wolverine's like, no, we'll handle this S.H.I.E.L.D. thing, even though that's all the Uncanny team has been doing. Exactly. And Wolverine's been, like, doing side jobs while the students cause terror at the place. I'd, I'd, he's just counting his money in Madripoor. He won't be a problem soon. Do you have a feeling? Yeah. Got a good feeling. Right in the pit of my stomach. Sounds like you're high on believing. That you're in love (laughs) with me. So check out our Facebook page (laughs) and our Twitter and our Instagram. Everything is at Maxman Podcast. We got stuff for sale. Buy that, please, on TeePublic. Yeah, shirts and other accoutrement. Huh? Accoutrement sounds like... Like a Digimon that, like, just makes stuff. Like, that, it's, but it's different. It sounds like a Jamaican one. <laughs> a good <Yeah. laughs> But, yeah, buy our stuff. Like, it's a tax art. Take this shirt. <laughs> buy something weird like a, a tapestry. <laughs> or, like, just a pillow. A yeah, like a throw pillow. <laughs> but or like a onesie, small. a baby onesie, even though you don't have a baby.
You like put it on a stuffed animal. And you don't have a stuffed <laughs> oh, animal. Please do put that. Put it on your dog. <laughs> if you buy no, the baby buy. onesie and uh, send us the picture, we will. Put, we will we'll post it. it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put it up on our social medias, if you, which again are at Max Men Podcast. If you buy the pillow and then you put the onesie on the pillow, we will thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. So that's for today. <laughs> <laughs>